Hey there, I'm Jake from State Farm. Just kidding, it's me, Sarah. And I'm Desiree. You might recognize me as the host of America's Got Talons, Season 7, where Bucky the Blue-Eyed Eagle took home the title of America's Most Talent. And welcome to D-Listers! Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba! The podcast that teaches important life lessons through not-so-important celebrities, the most important of all, how to get to the Hollywood sweet spot. D-List celebrity status! Hello! Hey guys! We've got all sorts of good, juicy stuff to talk about today. Thank you for listening. Please continue to listen. Don't turn it off! Don't turn it off. And yeah, don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. If Don't you, you do, dare. Um, send this to five of your friends. In, or you'll die! In 30 seconds or uh, your third grandma will die. And your significant other will break up with you and tell everyone in the world that you have a third nipple. Yeah, you don't want that, do you, third nipple willy? And if you have third nipples, we're not discriminating. No, if you have them, that's nothing to be ashamed of. I have spent lots of hours looking at third nipples online. I'm intrigued. Love third nipple porn. I think Um, it's funny when people pierce just their third nipple. And the other Wait, two are just right. Ra- that's a thing. It is. I, uh, my roommate and I were talking about it, and we were just googling a lot of pictures. We were very, I don't know. That's it's a, it's a complex. Wait. So people, I thought third nipples, quote unquote, were just when people have something on their chest that looks. People actually have an actual third nipple. Sometimes it's like nipply, and sometimes it's like ah, that might be a skin tag. Yeah, I always thought it was like a skin tag or something. But people actually have a like a real third yeah. nipple. Yeah. Do you want to? I'm gonna pull up <laughs> third nipple pics. The FBI is gonna be like, what the fuck is it with this girl and third nipples? Some of them are just wee little like nipple colored moles. But okay, that's probably enough about third nipples. <laughs> That's Welcome to the podcast. Um, so today we've got some great stuff to talk about. What? You'll definitely want to stay tuned for our sponsors. Okay, our celebrities may be D-list, but our sponsors are always A-list. So. Our listeners are a plus list. All so two of you. <laughs> Okay, so um, today we're going to be talking about Trump. We're going to be talking about Trisha Paytas. If you know who that is, Sarah sure doesn't. I do not. Um, Honey Boo Boo, I'm sure everyone knows who that is. We promised you guys last time, and we are delivering on that promise. 100% going to be talking about Honey Boo Boo, because I'm pretty sure last time on the podcast we said we were going to talk about many things that we did not. But we're more organized now. This is D-Listers 2.0. We're better. We're more sophisticated we know what we're talking about now we have a notepad with some ideas and that is a huge step up yeah because before we just had an old crumbly piece of paper yeah with random things written on it (laughs) okay so let's get into trump basically i don't know if you guys remember but trump is literally a d-list celebrity like he's been on a few sitcoms he did a little bit of radio stuff but like People referred to him as the Donald. He wasn't, okay, what, he was around in the 90s. He wasn't like Madonna. Madonna was A-list, right? He's a D, he's a classic, he was a classic D-list celebrity. A guy who is rich, um, but, you know, people aren't following at his every move. People don't care what he's doing. He just shows up on stuff and everyone was like, You're fired! Hey. Yeah, and he was like, hey, it's Donald Trump, whatever. He had like a kind of okay reality TV show. Donald Trump is the ultimate D-list celebrity because 
who else? What other, <laughs> what other D-list celebrity could have such an important job, but also still be a D-list celebrity? Yeah. I don't, I, does the president automatically get into the category of A-list celebrity? Yeah, Obama's definitely, well, okay. I would say Obama is A-list, but he was like an icon. He was the first black president. Mm-hmm. And like, also people just love the Obama family because they're pretty awesome. But like Bush wasn't, I would never even like think of him as a celebrity. See, that's when we get into like the deep mechanics of what is, who, how do you rank a celebrity? What, like, what, what criteria do you have to meet to be A-list? Because A-list right now is like Ariana Grande, right? She's an A-list celebrity. Yeah. Um, uh, Cardi B, I guess. Cardi B, I get. Okay, that's for a whole different podcast. Yeah, I don't agree. Beyonce will always be a list. Yeah, um, Beyonce is a list, and these are people that like people. Okay, I guess he would be a list then, because it's like people will speculate about everything, every little move you make, and like yeah. everything you do is being watched. But he used to be a D-list celebrity. Yeah. And now he has plummeted to the top in such a weird way. Yeah, he was just kind of like a well-known joke. Yeah, so, Sarah, would you like to talk about the... Oh, are we jumping into this? All right. Get in there! (laughs) All right, guys. So, apparently, some people think that Donald Trump is the Antichrist. I think this is hilarious. I know people always think that every president is the Antichrist. So, with him declaring Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, I guess that start... It's supposed to, like, kind of start off the end times, is, like... Jewish people are supposed to be promised their, um, what is it? Their, not homeland. It's like their... Okay, Jerusalem's like holy, right? Yeah. It's like a, a holy place. Yeah. Well, so, okay, they holy get... Holy grounds, I don't know. Yeah, so they get that, which was promised to them, and Trump, like, very clearly was like, okay, Jerusalem is the capital of Israel. I'm gonna pull up this article so I don't... Here's a quote. What kicks off the end times into motion is Israel's political boundaries being reestablished to what God promised the Israelites, according to the Bible, says Nate Pyle, a pastor and author of a book about Jesus. I'm just reading off an article. Um, So Trump officially recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. The Antichrist is supposed to bring about the end times where then God comes back and there's like this big battle or whatever. But he is supposed to rise to power, and I think he's supposed to be, it's supposed to be someone, like, that no one thought would rise up, um, mm-hmm. which no one really did take Trump seriously. No one thought he would kind of be president. And then they kind of just ruin the world, which, I mean, he's trying to close the borders. He's trying to deport people who have naturalized c- citizenship, and... It's definitely a big shift in society towards, I would say, the negative. But at the same time, in Trump's defense, there is a man who goes by the name of Notre Damas who said that the end of the world would be caused by a boy who came to the U.S. No, not the U.S., but came to the West or something in a blue turban. I don't think Trump has ever worn a blue turban. So, I, that's but, a, that's a plus on his side, right? He doesn't wear blue turbans, and Notre Dame said. Who's Notre Dame and what authority does he Notre have? Notre Dame, okay, Notre Dame was a prophet, I think, some sort of, I don't even think he had anything to do with Christianity. I just watched a bunch of, um, conspiracy videos. He predicted 9-11, um, oh. and he was around hundreds of years ago and predicted 9-11 somehow. It might be all bullshit. Uh, he's got... Notre Dame is on Trump's side, I think is what I'm saying here. Interesting. Notre Dame. Would the Antichrist just be like, yo, yeah, I'm the Antichrist. What you gonna do about it? 
Definitely not. One of our friends slash listeners slash ex-coworkers told us that our podcast was too rambly. That's the fucking point of a podcast. Like, um, but yeah, I don't want to listen to a podcast where everything seems perfectly scripted. Like, it's supposed to be a conversation where you don't know everything that's going to happen. Like, we have our subjects, and we're like, yeah, we're going to tell you guys about Trisha Paytas and Honey Boo Boo, but then shit just pops up along the way. I don't know. It's not going to be fun to even do if we have to script it all out first and then do our best DJ voices to... We're just two ladies who are bad at everything, trying trying to be good at something for once. Trying to be mediocre. We don't even have to be good because it's D-listers. Okay, hold on. Let's just talk about the fact that we're trying to do this podcast, and how many times are we like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll we'll record it tomorrow. We got it. And then tomorrow came, and literally, I'm pretty sure almost every time, nothing really got in the way of us recording it. We were, like, one of us would just be like, meh. That's the beauty of podcasting, though. You can do it whenever, <laughs> wherever, and if you don't feel like it, it's not like we had to schedule a room or do anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're we're gonna put this out into the universe. Um, we're gonna be more vigilant about our podcast. Yes. We're gonna get it out there once every two weeks. You're gonna have a podcast from us. Well, send us an email. Oh yeah, this is sort of like a hostage situation. We're holding back episodes from you until you send us an email oh um and if you don't send us an email we'll probably make an episode anyway but <laughs> but you should send us an email what is the email yeah you can't go to on the g list podcast at gmail.com and send us an email send us an m mail an email m mail Okay. <laughs> Anyways, our email is on the dlist podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear you, whether it's something that you want talked about on the show, any commentary about the show, how often you want to hear us blab about shit. Something you want to say to us in confidence. Ooh. You could message us about, you know, we're not licensed therapists, so like legally we don't have any right to tell anybody anything. If you want to tell us about, you know, any crimes you want to commit. Any... If you don't say your last name, we technically can't really do anything about it, so... We probably wouldn't care enough to anyways, unless Like, it's... legally, we wouldn't have any requirement to to act on it, right? If we don't have enough information. Yeah, just don't give us enough information. Or, yeah. or, or, what's the allegedly? Use... Yeah, use the word allegedly. Like um, 20 times. Just throw it in there and cops will be like, wow, they said allegedly. It's not gonna happen. They weren't gonna kill anyone. Yeah, so we're if not... you just want to tell someone about something, hit us up. Well, Or ask us for advice. People always come to me for advice. Strangers love to tell me their whole life story and they're like, I don't know what it is about you. I just like feel comfortable and I want to tell you everything about me. And it's like, all right, Desra, Desra. I, I was gonna say Susan and then I looked at you and I like, I don't know. That bitch. <laughs> but people are always coming up to me and they just want to talk about their problems. And like, okay, Desiree, like I just made that name up on the spot. Um, But yeah, so if you want to word blurt word blurt if you want to just tell us all your life problems or whatever if you want to tell us about the sandwich you made we just want to hear from you guys please literally any email just send us an empty email and we'll be happy send us, send us pictures of your cat oh i would like a cat picture I'll, yes. I'll respond back with a picture of my cat he's real cute he's sitting next to us right now we are so lonely please <laughs> we have no friends Send us an email. We would love to see a message from someone that is not Gmail themselves. Or whatever 
like SoundCloud and whatever else we're using. Promotional emails. Yeah. Please email us. Okay. So going back to Donald Trump, we are going to look at some of his worst tweets, some old tweets too, maybe, from when he was a D-lister. And we're just going to take a look and see what we can Donald Trump's 10 most offensive tweets from Forbes. Let's see. Obama is, without question, the worst ever, in all caps, president. I predict he will now do something really bad and totally stupid to show manhood. What the fuck? Wait, he said that? Yeah, really bad and totally stupid. It would seem very hard to obstruct justice for a crime that never happened. Witch hunt! Oh my god, this one is really good. My uh, One of my close friends in high school actually framed this tweet for me like with a photoshopped background and framed it and gave it to me for Christmas um but this tweet is sorry losers and haters but my IQ is one of the highest and you all know it please don't feel so stupid or insecure it's not your fault okay it's not your fault you're an idiot (laughs) he uses incorrect grammar and like oh great huge huge great like very you know what Sarah Sometimes geniuses don't have to explain themselves. Sometimes to you. geniuses aren't even smart. <laughs> Apparently. Sometimes geniuses don't actually know anything. So, um this one's about Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood, doesn't know me, but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. She is a dot 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 she, she is, is a, a what? Lovely she's a dot, woman? She's a dot, 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 dot. Yeah. The most offensive thing you could Ooh, ever be. You, dot, 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 dot. I'm, I'm going to start using that. I'm going to yell that to people in traffic. You fucking dot, 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 dot. Imagine how fucking confused someone would be if you were in an actual argument with someone and they were like, fuck you, I hate you. And you'd be like, fuck you, you're a fucking dot, 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 dot. Like about to fight someone. And they're like, you want to go? Let's go, bitch. Let's go. And they're like, yeah, you fucking dot, dot, dot. Like, they would just, I feel like that's a great tactic, honestly. Just confuse your enemy. Yeah. Like, just do some weird movements and call him a dot, 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 dot. And Start crumping. Honestly, the scariest thing you could be in today's day and age is crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if you're about to fight someone and they start being really fucking weird, honestly, if you just run into someone on the street and, they, and you can tell that they're crazy, you instantly want to get away from them. Yeah. Like... That's, I feel like that's a great way to get out of any argument is to just, like, act insane <laughs> so that... Maybe that's his whole presidential tactic. He's like, no one's going to fight me if I'm just being... No, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but here's another tweet from October 14th, two, three, blah, 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 2012. It says, I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Honestly, same, though. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I've seen lots of people drink. I'm not saying that fat people drink Diet Coke. What I'm saying is wrong people drink Diet Coke. I've seen skinny people drink Diet Coke. I've seen fat people drink Diet Coke. I've seen medium people drink Diet Coke. It's wrong. I hate... It's disgusting, in my opinion. And you know what? If you drink Diet Coke... I hate you. I'm just kidding. I don't hate you. Sponsored by Diet Coke. Sponsored by Diet Coke, guys. Our first sponsor of the day, Diet Coke. Grab one. I don't know what their tagline is. I don't know if you guys have seen the new Diet Coke commercial with, her name is Jillian Jacobs. She's on, I think it's called Love on Netflix. Um, But she's like, Diet Coke, because I can. Want a Diet Coke? Have one, because you can. And it's like, "Uh, okay, I can have like, anything like you're not really selling diet coke just because i can i can do meth i can punch 
a cat in the face. Like, what? Why Diet Coke? Because I can. You know what? You're right. I can have a Diet Coke, but do I want to is the question. Like, don't tell me, have a Diet Coke because you can. Yeah, I can, but I can do lots of things. You should be like, hey, have a Diet Coke because you want to. Yeah, or because it's good. Like, sell me on Diet Coke, not my free will like that's not really a marketing tech like a marketing tactic would be like tell someone they want something enough and they'll want it right yeah so you being like have a diet coke because you can honestly just pisses me off and i don't want to have a diet coke just to spite you telling me have a diet coke because you want to yeah i'm gonna be you know a jaded person about it at first because that's just me but at the same time you keep telling me that i want a diet coke maybe you it's will. gonna seep into my subconscious i'm gonna start dreaming about diet coke and then eventually i'm gonna be like you know what i'll have a diet coke and then you'll be I like why the one. fuck did i want a diet <laughs> coke? and then i'll open up that diet coke and take a sweet sweet sip and then spit it out because diet coke is disgusting yeah. and i don't want it in my mouth Soda in general is pretty disgusting, but that's just my opinion. I got addicted. I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but I got addicted to Coca-Cola for a little bit. How long is a little bit? Like a month. And what class, like, what would you classify as addicted? To <laughs> so this needs a little backstory. Okay, so as a child, I did not drink a lot of soda at all. Like, my mom was not for me having soda. I could have it every once in a blue moon. So I never really, like, craved soda because I just was so used to drinking water all the time. And that's just what I did. Like, even as an adult, I just drink a lot of water. Why would I spend money on a drink when there's a free one? I don't remember how it came about. I think I just was at a fast food restaurant and they were like, this comes with a drink. And I was like, okay, give me the most basic soda you have. Um, Because it came with it and I'm not going to turn away free stuff. Yeah. So I got a Coke and I drank it and I felt very good. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, I don't drink a lot of caffeine because it makes me... I'm already really fucking crazy, so when I drink caffeine, I'm just, like, balls to the wall, and it's scary Mm -hmm. for me and for those around me, and I'm a danger to myself and others. So I don't drink a lot of caffeine, but soda has a lot of caffeine in it, but not as much as coffee, so I was, like, really feeling it, and then suddenly I started feeling myself, like... I need a Coke, I need a Coke. I was at work, and I was like, I need a fucking Coke. Like, like, like I gotta go take a Coke break or something. (laughs) And it got really severe, and now I think I'm back down. But I was putting ice cream in it. I was, like, having Coke floats. It was really weird. It was a weird time in my life. I felt like a pregnant woman because I I was, like, craving this weird thing that I usually never have or care to have. Yeah. You should go back to that just so you can be like, oh, I have a Coke problem. And like, ah, and like, ah. do you know where I can get some coke? Like, I just think it'd be so funny when people think you're talking about cocaine and you're like, no, just give me a soda coke. I never thought about that. I really yeah, you said coke break and I'm like thinking you snorting lines off the toilet seat. But That's you're a great just... pun opportunity. And also, I went to L.A. a few weeks ago. Our plane landed in L.A. and we like idiots, didn't play Party in the USA while the plane was landing in LAX. Yeah. Look, I honestly need to go back now to correct the mistake that I made. If I die before I can go back, I'm going to be so pissed in hell because I didn't get to do that. That's a perfect opportunity. Hopped off the plane in LAX. Oh, I'll play that. I'm picking up my sister from LAX uh, Christmas night, and I'll play that while she gets out. I'm sure she and my 93-year-old grandpa will love that. Yeah, you're... 
93-year-olds love Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> they also like her newer stuff a lot. You know, the not new-new, but the... They liked Wrecking Ball. Yeah. 93-year-olds love, love that. Wrecking Ball, um, it's a party, we can do what we want. What's that one called? I have no idea. What about Can't Be Tamed? That was right when she was losing her shit. And she was like, you can't tame me. I'm not Disney anymore. Like, Fuck off. I hate Hannah Montana. Okay. Do we have any other do we have any other good Trump tweets? Um, it's hard to find them. This says, despite the constant negative press, Kafifi. I never knew what the Kafifi thing was. Oh yeah, can you read the original Kafifi tweet? Is that not it? It just said that's the end of the tweet? Or? It was from January, February, March, April, May. I just had to count on my fingers what the fifth month is but it's may may 31st 2017 oh oh he was trying to say coverage oh i always thought it was about coffee no okay so he's saying despite the negative press kafifi negative press coverage what i think happened is he pulled a classic old person and was typing something had a moment of uh dementia and was like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing, and put his phone away, and it, like, hit some buttons, and oh. then sent the tweet. Yeah. Wait, here's one. I would like to expe- extend my best wishes to all, even the haters and losers, on this special date, September 11th. <laughs> like, have a blessed 9-11, all you losers and haters. Oh, my God. You know what Trump... I just realized this. Do you know who Trump reminds me of? Who? Miranda Sings. I never really watched that. He's so much... He's Miranda Sings. <laughs> Back off, haters. Oh. You're a hater. <laughs> oh, maybe that's his inspiration. I'm the best. <gasps> he would, like, watch those before presidential rallies to get into... Trump? No, I'm not... not only just... the ultimate D-lister, he's the ultimate troll. Yeah. Oh my god, he's getting into character just listening to Miranda Sings, like listening to her book on Audible. Oh, Everyone god. download Audible, use the code D-listers. Um, just, Not really. Yeah, don't. we don't have Audible yet. All right, so uh, Trisha Paytas, uh, a wonderful, beautiful human being. Sarah, do you know who Trisha Paytas no, is? No, I'm going to Google her right now. You don't need to Google her because I have plenty to tell you without you Googling her. Can I still Google her? Google her after I give you an introductory to her. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know who Trisha Paytas is, she is a mogul. She is someone, she's a jack of all trades. She, um, here, let me just give you a little history lesson about Trisha Paytas. Um, started out as a stripper slash escort, Trisha ah, Paytas did. Okay. Right now she is, I'm pretty sure she's a multimillionaire right now. Okay. She buys a lot of shit. I don't see how she couldn't be, but started out as a stripper slash escort um, and somehow worked her way into uh, TV. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but according to Wikipedia, Trisha Paytas has been on over 45 TV shows. And let me explain the type of TV shows she's been on. She's been on Tyra. She's been on Dr. Phil. She was oh, on no. um, this superhero reality TV show. She was on Ellen. I love Ellen. All before she was famous. All of this stuff when she was a nobody. How? That's a great question. <laughs> all of them have different reasons. So, um, fun fact, she holds the world record for fastest talker. What? Yeah. Um, so, I actually remember watching her on Ellen, 
She was on Ellen for, like, being the world's fastest reader. Wouldn't you think an auctioneer would be, like, the mo- the fastest talker? Because they're like, ah, what do you mean? give me $5 for this thing. Like, okay, so I have a theory about Trisha Paytas. Everyone thinks she's an absolute fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, Not everyone, but a lot of people who don't know much about her. She is known for trolling, so uh, she would do a lot of YouTube videos. She did the YouTube classic, Do Dogs Have Brains? There was a uh, viral video a long time ago of a woman who was like, I was on Facebook and like I asked this question and it was getting a lot of attention and everyone was debating it. So I wanted to ask it on here. Do dogs have brains? Because obviously they're not people and like the Lord Jesus Christ says <laughs> only people and like blah, blah, blah. She was trolling in that. And for years, everyone thought she was dead fucking serious. Oh. So I'm thinking... A large chunk of what she does is trolling and that she's actually really fucking smart. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Also, because, like, when you watch her videos, you're like, I don't understand. She's crazy. She's crazy. But then she has all these people who are not crazy, who are very close to her and good friends with her. And, like... Is she friends with Ellen? I don't think she's friends with Ellen. But, like I said, she's a D-list celebrity. So I don't think... I don't think her and Ellen hang out. But, like, world's fastest reader, she's got to have some good cognitive stuff going on to be able to process what she's reading read it say it out loud not mess up they recorded her on ellen like she was reading something and you couldn't understand what she was saying and then they played it in slow-mo and she was reading everything perfectly um so she was on ellen she was on tyra i think the thing for tyra was that she was addicted to being fake what like yeah um she was on dr phil because she was addicted to tanning and they had her mom on there and they were like she's gonna die she's addicted to tanning and then she was like yeah i just love tanning like i don't see the problem it's not hurting you like i'm pretty sure all of that was bullshit like she was just on these things was she even actually like very tan or was that just she was really tan i think it was a fake tan though that's what i mean and then she did a video on youtube talking about her experience with dr phil and it all just seems like she was just making up stuff to get on these shows because you get paid to be on dr phil like they pay you to be on these shows um so i think she's kind of a genius i think she's a very smart person and is it right or is it wrong for her to like pretend to be insane i don't know what she is famous for is being a youtuber so she's a youtuber um and her most popular videos i'm sure you've seen pictures of it are her kitchen crying on the floor videos i don't know here i'll show you a a picture why is she crying on the floor in the kitchen many reasons she has lots usually can't understand her trisha let me hop on this train. This sounds profitable. Who wants to see me cry on my kitchen floor? You gotta make the faces she makes. I'm a I'm an expressive person. Here we go. Now we're talking. Here's some pictures. I'm sure you've seen that. It's a meme. Oh, I have seen her. Yeah. See? She just has all these videos. Yeah. Of her crying, like her just sobbing on the floor. And she also does these videos where she'll just talk nonsense for 20 minutes. And people watch On the camera. Like, she doesn't edit her videos ever. She'll just have sunglasses on and be holding a stuffed animal and just be like, what if we're all robots? Like, like she's insane. And I talk to other people about her sometimes, and some people are like, no, I think she's just insane. Like, I don't think... One of our coworkers, I was talking to one of our coworkers, and she was like, no, Desiree, like, she's just crazy. But I'm telling you... She's a fucking mastermind. Like, she knows exactly what she's doing. She's been around for so long 
making so much money and people don't even recognize half the stuff she's done is actually her because she's so good at like yeah changing up who she is and like what she's about and acting crazy and stupid but what's the point of like even like if this stuff gets her rich no one takes her seriously no one thinks of her in good regard yeah and i think she probably struggles with that but it all comes down to money yeah what you what do you think is important to you and if it's money then you do what you got to do to get she was an escort, which means she was a prostitute for a little while, which means that, like, if you're a prostitute, that's you saying, I'm in it for the money, right? Like, I'm having sex with people not because I want to have sex, but because they're pegging me. Yeah. Which means that she's probably someone who's like, I care about success. I care about money, and I don't care what people think of me. That's true. Which would make her the perfect candidate to be a troll. (laughs) To be a (laughs) long-running troll. So, you guys, email us and tell me what you think. Do you think Trisha Paytas is just trolling and that she's not actually this crazy or stupid? Or do you think she is just ridiculous <laughs> and, like, a huge dumbass? I don't, okay, I don't think anyone thinks she's a huge, well, maybe some people do, but just the amount of shit she's done. Like, over 45 TV shows? Yeah, that's a lot. I just don't get how one person can be... Like, how do these TV shows fall for it? You know what I mean? Like, does she write in? How do you get on one of these shows? Yeah. Do you think she writes in? We and, should like... try to get on Dr. Phil. Holy shit. We should pretend that we're just like, I don't even know what we would say. Say you have a Coke problem. <laughs> <laughs> what would you be on there for, though? <laughs> Who would you be in, in this situation? What if I'm like, I'm a 22-year-old bedwetter? Ooh, that's good. And it's like a pro- and I'm like your sister. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we we share a bed and it's disgusting. Ew. Like it just you know how some Dr. Phil episodes just take a turn and yeah. it's not about what they originally planned on it being. What if that's the situation? Like they're interviewing you about being a bedwetter and then they interview me and I'm like, yeah, like I constantly wake up and the bed is wet and they're like, what do you mean? And then it takes this turn of us being weirdos who like share a bed at yeah. the age of 22. <laughs> They're like, yeah, our mom wakes up too and is just disgusting. We all, as a family, share one (laughs) bed. We share one twin-sized bed and then it gets weirder and weirder. I don't know if I care enough about the money and just, like, the funny (laughs) side of this to make people think that we're, I'm a 22-year-old bedwetter and we share a bed. (laughs) I I don't know if it's worth it. Are you in it to win it or not, Sarah? (laughs) Maybe a different narrative. Let's, let's. Oh, God. Like, uh, what's his name? Sexy Vegan? Do you know who Sexy Vegan is? I've heard of it. He was a troll. He had, no, he was either on a lot of drugs or he was a troll. He, like, okay. tattooed Sexy Vegan <gasps> oh, on his forehead. yeah. We could pull one of those. Just, like, a temporary tattoo, something on your forehead, like, I don't know. What's something insane? Sexy carnivore. <laughs> Just stealing his... You do the exact same... Ugly carnivore. You just dye your hair red instead of blue. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ugly carnivore. What if I just say that I eat hamsters, that I, like, go to PetSmart every day, and I pick my catch of the day, and that's the... (laughs) That's the hamster that I I spit roast them. That would totally end up on Dr. Phil if he's like... Why are you eating these hamsters? What, what is happened it? to you in your childhood? Yeah, and you it's like, feel the need. well, I had a pet hamster, and it was it was mean to me. It bit me, so as a result, I decided to put it in the microwave, and then I got curious because it smelled good, so I ate it. <laughs> no, I it think needs we to can go run deeper than that. It needs to be like 
my dad was abusive and he used to throw hamsters at me. Like, it needs to go, like, bigger. So then I reclaim <laughs> hamsters and I took my power back by eating them. Yeah, like, you gotta get dark with it. Like, these hamsters are a weird uh, symbol of your dad and you just want to kill them. And... It's like eating your dad? Ew. Uh, Ugh. Okay, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil, if you're listening. Have us on. But I'd have to write in for you. You can't write in yourself. Like, oh. some, a concerned... I don't know, it just seems fake if you write in yourself, right? The whole right? thing is fake, though. Like, yeah, but if you're like, Dr. Phil, I eat hamsters, let me on. I have I'm, to be like, hey, I'm concerned about my friend. She keeps eating. We need something where there's drama, you know what I yeah. mean? Like family. I've never seen a Dr. Phil episode where there wasn't family drama involved. Gotcha. So we need some sort of. <gasps> what if you, you love hamsters? hamsters. Yeah. yeah. I like, did it as a way to get back as you. This is us going back to lying about being sisters. <laughs> um, and I ate your hamster and it brought me so much joy and I just thought it was the most delicious meat I had ever had and our mom bought you a replacement hamster and they were just like oh it's okay they're she's just a kid it's just a weird phase and I ate that hamster you just too. keep eating I keep walking in on you like cooking hamster what if you at one point you know those like moments in Dr. Phil where they say something shocking they don't bring it up in the beginning and then in the middle they show like the video footage of like yeah and one time she did this and it goes done done what if we did that where it was like and one time she fed me my hamster. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you oh. you got me to eat my own hamster. Yeah. What if I, like, baked it into your birthday cake? And I was, like, trying to make amends. And I was, like, happy birthday, Desiree. I made you this cake. And you ate it. And then I was, like, your hamster was in that. <laughs> Fluffy was in there. <laughs> Hope he tastes good. Oh, on another note, I have a friend who their family, whenever a hamster died, they would put it in the freezer. No, you're yeah. lying. No, I swear to God, her her grandma's freezer had like three dead hamsters in it. And I don't know why. Maybe eventually they took them out and buried them. Maybe they were waiting until whatever technology lets you bring dead frozen things back to life. I don't know what that is, but. You never asked? You never asked what they were doing with it? don't think I did. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna call up her grandma and be like, hey, Grammy, do you still have any dead hamsters in your freezer? Why'd you guys do that? Yeah, what the fuck is that about? I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. People are weird with their pets, dude. I don't get. Rafi, when you die, I'm going to stuff you and make you sit on the couch forever. I on made... that note. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to note that I made direct eye contact with my cat while I told him that. He didn't seem bothered. Oh, yes. And today's uh, episode guest is Rafi, Sarah's cat. Yes. Um, he is the official guest of Because episode. he wouldn't leave the room while we were filming, and he kept sitting on the notebook while Desiree was trying to write ideas. He so. just loves attention, and I get it. You know. Oh, we should also mention... Um, we're not advocating that anyone eats hamsters. Oh, no. We're just, we got on a weird tangent. I yeah. would, meat freaks me out to begin with, and I'm very weird with trying new meats. So I definitely, I would not. Don't eat your fucking hamsters. Don't eat your pets. Maybe just go vegetarian. It's good for the planet. You could lick your pet if you wanted to. That, why are we telling them to lick their pet? I'm just, I'm not telling you to lick your pet. I'm saying you could if you wanted to lick your pet. Like, groom your pet. If you just wanted to taste your pet, that's fine. But don't eat them. If they want you to stop licking them. What if they get them, a taste? Wait. Okay. Not in a sexual way also. Ew, yeah. <laughs> don't lick your... I meant just like grooming. <laughs> don't. Don't lick your... I strongly am against you in any form licking your pet in a way that they don't want you to. <gasps> what if... Yeah. What if they lick their pet and they're like, mmm. 
And that leads them down the trail of hamster eating. That could be how it goes. They're like, yeah, one day I was just curious and I wanted to lick my hamster, but it tasted good. So good. <laughs> and I had to know what its flesh tasted like. People eat really fucking weird things. Probably of, in already. other countries, like people already do eat hamsters. I like, think weren't hamsters made to be eaten? Uh, or is that uh, i think i'm thinking of on another tangent someone once told me that gay men i totally don't even believe this this is it it probably could be a fetish because there's a fetish for everything but someone told me that some gay men put hamsters up their butt and it kills the hamster but while it's moving it apparently feels good no i think that's gerbils that they put gerbils does that make a difference gerbils are smaller okay i that is a complete i asked um, quite a few people about this. I think that is a complete lie. I think that started on South Park. Oh. There was an episode where a gay guy was, like, sticking gerbils or something up his butt. I don't think anyone actually does that. Okay, good. Because, A, that's just very questionable and gross. Like, you're gonna kill a gerbil. Why would you want that up your butthole? Yeah. And it sounds painful. Like, they have claws. They can bite. I'm sure they're not gonna be happy about being shoved up someone's asshole. Yeah, no. Definitely fake. Okay. Fake news! That was fake news before. (laughs) You heard it here first, guys. Fake news existed before Donald Trump era. But speaking of eating nasty foods, um, did you ever watch, uh, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, the show? Maybe just a little bit. Like, I definitely haven't seen a whole episode. There was an episode, I think it was one of the first episodes, they ate, I don't remember what they called it, but it was ketchup mixed with something else, and they put it on spaghetti. Ew. And they were like, mmm, this is delicious. And that's an actual, like, thing people do. How do I word this in a way that's not... It's a thing that certain people think is good that isn't it's just not good don't put ketchup like using ketchup instead of sauce yeah that's gross ketchup is like sauce shouldn't be like tomato sauce is different than ketchup ketchup is like more acidic than your sauce there's vinegar should be. in ketchup i think yeah that's just really gross yeah. and it's not the right consistency also didn't honey boo boo like her mom gave her go-go juice which was like red bull mixed with Mountain Dew oh, or something. Oh, yeah, I forgot she had the go-go juice. Yeah. That's fucked up. The whole Honey Boo Boo family, the Boo Boos, are just fucked up. I love Honey Boo Boo memes, though, where she's like, everybody's a little gay. Like, <laughs> that's right, Honey Boo Boo. We are a little gay. We're all it's, little gay. It's 2018. We've all got some in us. And everybody's like, a little gay. And she said, there's one where she's like, chicken nuggets is like my family. Like... <laughs> All right, me too. <laughs> Is that it? That was the end yeah. Of the no, book? that's all. She just she she's didn't eating. Elaborate. She's eating that. chicken nuggets, and she just says chicken nuggets is like my family. Yeah. Oh, I have them. Okay. So the Honey Boo Boo family names go as such: Mama June, Chickadee, Chubbs, Pumpkin, Honey Boo Boo, Sugar Bear, and Uncle Poodle. I fucking hate that. Good um, old Uncle Poodle. And I think Chubbs is. Just one of their sisters. I don't know how they. That's so fucked up that they all have. Look at this. They all have cute names. And well, then these one's name is Chubbs. These are like nicknames. Apparently. That's what I mean. They all have cute nicknames. And then one they were just like, you're Chubbs. I mean, they're all. No, they're not all fat. But like, Mama June is. Mama June should be Chubbs. Why is. <laughs> watch the skinny one be named Chubbs. Well, okay. I don't know what Chubbs looks like, but Mama June lost a bunch of weight. Really? Yeah, look look at Mama June. She's so fancy Mama now. Mama June. 
Okay, so I have some interesting facts. Holy about- shit! Go Mama June! Yeah. God damn! I have some interesting facts about Mama June. Okay. So Mama June got pregnant at 14. Oh. Had her first kid at 15 years old. She had just turned 15 and had her first kid. And also, interestingly enough, Mama Mama June's life is fucking wild. Mama June is legally blind because she has cataracts. And also, Mama fucking June's... I This comes down to, like, what is considered private and what's public and how do you decide what you should put out there because this was on their wikipedia page mama june has a history of her boyfriends being sex offenders and pedophiles what the fuck yeah yeah i remember that one of the boyfriends like molested one of her kids or something yeah so her oldest um was sexually abused by one of her boyfriends and that was on the wikipedia page like, that's just common knowledge for them. Yeah. Imagine living your life like that where everyone knows that you were sexually abused. Yeah, that's... That's awful. Also, and also, how does she keep dating sex offenders? Yeah, knowing that your mom, like, gives so little of a shit about you that she's like, Mom, I'm gonna welcome this sex offender into our home with well, children. Does she, That's the question. I don't know. Does she know that they were sex offenders or did it just come about? Like, because I don't think she would, like... Oh, you're a sex offender? That's Heck cool. yeah, I love you. Like, that's, Move in. Yeah, that seems really I've weird. I've got four kids for you to... Okay, that was... <laughs> Sugar Bear, her husband or whatever, he mm. was a sex offender too. I think that came out that he was a sex offender and that they got divorced because she said he was abusive toward her. I mean, that's not... And so- that he was like caught talking to other people online and that... I think they were young. I don't remember. But... They got divorced because she said he was abusive and all the scandal went down. Mm -hmm. Their family is fucking wild, dude. Also, I would like to note, I looked up the recipe for go-go juice. I was just making shit up when I said Mountain Dew and Red Bull, but that's literally what it is, is Mountain Dew and Red Bull, was what she was giving to her toddler. Um, How to cook like honey boo-boo, that sounds terrifying. Wait, so she put it in a sippy cup? I think so. Honey go-go juice. Honey go-go juice. Honey Mm -hmm. boo-boo go-go juice. Oh, no, it was in a Mountain Dew bottle. Classy. My go-go juice. Yeah, that's literally how she would say it. I gotta have my go-go juice. I honestly love Honey Boo Boo. She's got a cute No, face. Honey Boo Boo is really kind of adorable. I like when she, there's one here of her just, like, holding her little belly pudge. <laughs> She's got good-ass quotes, too. She's like a little prophet. She's <laughs> amazing. Let's look up some good Honey Boo Boo quotes. I wish I had an extra finger, then I could grab more cheese balls. Same. Oh, my God. I see why she had a TV show. She was relatable. I love this one. She said, I don't even think I'm a real person. 13 Honey Boo Boo quotes to live your life by. Hell, yeah. Okay, guys, are you ready for this? This is the life advice you've been looking for. 13 rules to live by if you want health, wealth, and happiness. Is that the saying, health, wealth, and... I just made that up. I don't know if that's here's, true or not. Here's the gay one. Ain't nothing wrong with being a little gay. Everybody's a little gay. Look at her spreading sex positivity. Can a dollar also- makes me holla, honey boo boo. If you fart 12 to 15 times a day, you can lose a lot of weight. <laughs> that gas just, builds up. Just get to farting, guys. The last time I had a salad was never... Oh, I forgot about this one. I hated this one. The, I'm sassified. I just look good because I want to look good. Life advice, baby. (laughs) Confidence is key. Straight from Honey Boo Boo's mouth. Why can't my sides be meat? What does that mean? (laughs) Is there context to any of these? Was there like no context under that? 
why can't my size be what was the quote that you said and that she just stopped it right there the oh chicken. chicken nuggets is like my family and there was no like she was starting a comparison sentence and then she just stopped she was like chicken nuggets is like my family chicken the end nuggets let me look this up oh damn it i got the whole whole quote wrong it's just another chubby kid that says chicken nuggets is like my family i could have sworn it was damn. honey boo boo well <laughs> god damn this is the saddest day of my life disclaimer honey boo boo did not say chicken nuggets is like my family sarah just made a severe lapse in judgment <laughs> apparently it was on wife swap that this happened chicken nuggets is like my family that's the end. That's Chicken all. Nuggets is like my family. It's time for our sponsors. Woo! Exciting stuff, y'all. Today we're sponsored by State Farm. <laughs> um, okay, so today we are sponsored by Toys R Us. Which, if you're aware, has gone out of business. Toys R Us. Get all your favorite toys at Toys R Us. They have everything. Gadgets. Gizmos. Gazoobas. Goys. Goyles. Get all of your favorite goyles. And gargoyles. <laughs> We're not uh, excluding any gender here. So get all your favorite goyles and gargoyles at Toys R Us. <laughs> And baby goyles at Babies R Us. Yes, make sure you get your baby goyles and gargoyles and gargoyles at Baby Pretty sure R you us. can buy real babies at Babies R Us. Why else would they put that in the name? Yeah, Babies R... No, it's not that you can buy babies at Babies R Us. It's that it's run by babies, Sarah. <gasps> Duh. It's like Boss Baby. I never saw that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's just like Boss Baby. I feel like the title is pretty indicative. Babies Maybe. are us. We are baby. Like, you go in there, instead of a saleswoman coming up and saying, hey, how may I help you today? Instead, you have a baby, like, stammering up to you. <laughs> like, you know how babies just fucking, they cannot do it. They're just drunk little. Yeah. They're just waddling everywhere. A baby just waddles up to you and goes, ah! Maybe as soon as you walk in the doors, it's like Benjamin buttoning and you just turn into a baby. And like when you're there, babies are us. You are a baby. You, As soon as you walk into the time that you walk out, you're a baby. It's a magical place. So get down to Babies R Us. Get down to Toys R Us. Get down to your local Toys R Us and buy some shit because they are thriving, honey. <laughs> All right. Our next sponsor is... Handjob Nails and Spa. This is a real company somewhere in the world. So, Handjob Nails and Spa. If you need a handjob, get down to Handjobs. They will give you the best hand and foot job you have ever had, guaranteed. 100% customer satisfaction every single time. They promise you that by the time they are done with you, you will be saying, that is the best best hand job I've ever had. And if you get a foot job, that is the best foot job I have ever had. Tell all your friends, tell your friends, tell your family, you need a foot job, you need a hand job, they got you. I'm giving you a hand job right now. <laughs> hand jobs for hand jobs. Everyone get down to hand job, nails, and spa. When Thank you're at you. work now, you should just answer the phone. Hello, hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how well that would go over. Life yeah. advice, anytime you're at work now, guys, Give a little publicity to Handjob Nails and Spa. Just Hello? answer the phone. Hello, Handjobs. Do you need a handjob? 
Need a hand job? Get on down to hand jobs. Also, if you don't want to talk to customers while you're at work, I'm sure that's a pretty good way to make them hang up on you. Yeah, hand job. Uh, or it's a way, a way to increase business yeah. wherever you work. They're like, oh damn, they have hand jobs now at at Sears. Hell yeah, <laughs> let's go to Sears. I'd go to Sears if they had hand jobs just to see what was up. I feel like, like not even to be a participant. I just would be like, what the fuck? I need to check this out. And then while I'm at Sears, I'd be like, might as well buy a washing machine while I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a good way to increase traffic into your business. So definitely, if you're a small business owner, start answering the phone with, hi, hand jobs. <laughs> And everybody will be better off for it. Next on the list, what do we got to talk about? J.K. Rowling. Yes. And a theory that um, haunts me <laughs> every morning I wake up and I'm thinking about it. Every day I go to bed and I'm thinking about it. If you live under a rock, J.K. Rowling is the woman who wrote the famous magical Harry Potter's series and also <laughs> the harry potters yeah i don't know why i made that <laughs> plural um and i guess she what's the fantastical beasts fantastic beasts oh yeah that there's not there's please some other... um it's also sponsored by jk rowling go check out harry potters and <laughs> fantastical beasts <laughs> in stores near you yes jk rowling wrote harry potter and fantastic beasts and where to find them allegedly the theory is that J.K. Rowling actually didn't write any of the Harry Potter books and that she is just a pawn mm-hmm. in making Harry Potter a big phenomenon. So, you know, uh, for those of you that don't know, the Illuminati, <laughs> the Illuminati in popular conspiracy theories is like in charge of the media and basically is this big secret organization that tries to control the masses through pop culture and other means, right? So we've got like, you know, a lot of people talk about the Illuminati putting subliminal messages and like music videos and movies and TV and stuff like that just to kind of train our brains and put them, putting weird things in toys. Like you've heard that where like there's subliminal messaging in toys and stuff. I don't know if I have heard that. I really don't know very much about the Illuminati. We'll get into it. Okay. And, um, so this particular conspiracy theory is connected to the Illuminati, as many are, and it's suggesting that J.K. Rowling actually didn't write any of the Harry Potter books, and that a corporation and or the Illuminati created these books to sell to the masses, and she was just the front person for it. So she was just the person that they would, you know, put a face in front of it. Mm -hmm. Why do people think this, you ask? Because ever since the Harry Potter books ended, J.K. Rowling has been acting like a complete crazy person (laughs) when it comes to Harry Potter. So uh, a lot of people think she didn't write the books, and I agree, because she'll just try to make stuff canon that makes no fucking sense. Uh, She'll just say shit. Like, people will tweet at her and be like, hey, how big's Dumbledore's dick? And she's (laughs) like, it's 10 inches. It's canon now. Sorry, bitches. Like, hey, what's, what's Dumbledore's sexuality? He's gay. I never mentioned it. Whatever. And the one that really gets me, the one that got me on board, J.K. Rowling. So you've heard of Pottermore, right? Yeah, yeah. The website Pottermore, for those of you who don't know, um, is a website dedicated to the universe of Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling writes on Pottermore. So there's a lot of uh, stories and articles on Pottermore that were written by her and are automatically considered, quote-unquote, canon, 
which means that it is an actual part of the real story. So it's actually part of the Harry Potter universe. Um, a lot of the shit that she writes on there is weird, and one that was pretty popular is that J.K. Rowling insisted that wizards in the wizarding world of Harry Potter would shit their pants <laughs> or shit on the floor and spell it away. Like they what? D- so often. What she is saying is that toilets and bathrooms were non-existent for a long time in the wizarding world because wizards would just spell away their poop and pee after they shit on the floor. That's so fucking weird. It's not where the poop goes. It's the act of being able to poop in private. And also, how do you explain kids who... Because you go into magic at 11 years old. That's in the first movie, right? Like, the very first movie, everyone's there, and every kid, not just Harry, is like, whoa, we're doing magic, this is awesome. And everybody's, like, amazed by the ghosts, and, like, like none of them know how to do magic yet, right? They might have They might have learned about it in some books their parents had, but they are not adept in it yet. Yeah. They don't have control over it. How the fuck do you explain where would where would eight-year-olds go to the bathroom? Like, what, do they just wear diapers until they're 11? And then they go to what? Hogwarts and learn how to poop? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> also, can you imagine being like, all right, guys, I know you've struggled with this your whole life, but now when you shit your pants, poof, you can make it disappear. Like, what the fuck? Why would you ever even think to say that, J.K. Rowling? What the fuck is wrong And she wrong stood by, hold on, I gotta look it up. That's just, maybe she's also trolling and she's like, you know what would be funny? No one's going to fight me on this. I literally created one of the world's most successful stories and it's a whole brand now. Like, what is the Harry Potter world um, at Disney? Um, universe. It's at both Universal Parks. There's okay. two and the Wizarding World Potter? of Harry Potter. What is it called? I think it's just the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Okay. I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it's call it anything specific here it is uh here's the quote from jk rowling's entry into pottermore about the chamber of secrets and how it was created hogwarts plumbing became more elaborate in the 18th century and in quotations it says this was a rare instance of wizards copying muggles in the terms of bathrooms um because here there too or what does that say hi there too what is that word hither too yeah hither hither too okay because hither too hither too okay because hither too they simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence that's the quote they simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence this is something J.K. Rowling actually said and stands by as canon. And she does this a lot. Like, she just makes up shit that makes no sense and couldn't possibly, like, it just doesn't work. Yeah. And she's like, it's canon now! I'm J.K. Rowling! Everything I say goes because I wrote the story. And so everyone is thinking, like, did she? Did she write the story? And now she's just like, like, the Illuminati can't rope her in because what are they going to do? Be like, nope, actually, she didn't write the story. Like, uh. That's the theory, because everything she's said and done and written since the books came out is just absolute fucking garbage. <laughs> like, the, the play that she wrote, is the, the, like, it was like the Cursed Child play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, I didn't read it. I have it. I didn't fully read it, because ugh, it just seemed kind of... 
everyone was like, what is this? Like, this doesn't really capture the spirit of Harry Potter and its universe. Like, it's very weird and, like, down in the dumps and, like, odd and not really, like, similar to stuff she's written in the past. Mm -hmm. So that's the theory. The theory is that J.K. Rowling, arguably a D-list celebrity. You think she was a D-list celebrity? She is a D-list celebrity? she's an author, so... I mean, your job doesn't really matter when you're a celebrity, though, right? Yeah, but, like... I don't know. I don't think she, like, kind of everyone knows who she is, but no one is, she's not super talked about, and no one, like you said earlier, there's not paparazzi following J.K. Rowling wherever she goes. Like, she slides under the radar. I feel like that qualifies as D-list celebrity. So she is, so you would say she's a D-list celebrity. Yeah, okay. So, J.K. Rowling, a D-list celebrity. (laughs) Her new title, J.K. Rowling, D-list celebrity. On Wikipedia, it's no longer author, it's just D-list celebrity. But, um, yeah, so... What do you think? Do you think it's possible that... I would have to look more into it, but it doesn't make any sense to be like, oh, yeah, like, we have all this magic and, like, but for whatever reason, until, what, the 1800s is what she said? We the just... The 18th century. Which century is that? I is think that... that 17th or 18th? I think... No, because we're in the 21st. It would be 1800s. Yeah. No. 1900s. No. So you're saying they didn't have plumbing until the 1900s, J.K. Rowling. You're saying that that in the 1900s, they got their first toilet or any, it just said plumbing. It didn't even say like toilet or any sort of, it literally was just plumbing. They got any sort of place to put their poop in the 1900s and Harry Potter takes place in the 1990s. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's insane. That also does that even make sense because when was the Chamber of Secrets supposed to be like May? That's what the entry is about, how the Chamber of Secrets got created. Oh, okay. So which means it wouldn't be that old. It still doesn't make any sense. Why did you have to That's like when you're lying and you try to make it too elaborate so people are like, "Oh, wow, it's so detailed." Like Yeah. <laughs> That's just, that's what I mean. Like, how could this woman have written these, like, elaborate, amazing, like, she created, and I was always, as a child, so impressed by J.K. Rowling's mind and how she could, like, how could she possibly create this whole world? Like, she comes to every detail. It's amazing how you could just spit this stuff out and it all connects and it all makes sense and, like, the first book connects to the last book perfectly and there's, like, very little whole plot holes and mm-hmm. it's amazing. And then we have this shit. (laughs) Literal shit. Actual shit. Like, if I was a wizard, I would at least, like, summon a pot for me to poop in. I wouldn't be like, (laughs) yep, I'm just gonna shit my... That's so gross. I can hard... Like, sometimes I get nervous just pooping on the toilet. I'm pee shy. I wouldn't be able to stand in whatever store... Gringotts Bank, I guess, if we're gonna be... Can you imagine being, like, in Diagon Alley, walking around with everybody, and you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta... And you just pull down your pants right there and just fucking... Yeah, well, I guess you wouldn't even pull down your pants. You just, like, poop in your pants is kind of what it... And you're just shitting yourself? You just stay... And it's just, like, just drop, like, into your pants? And then you go, Wingardium, whatever the fuck, (laughs) and make it disappear? Poopio disappeario. <laughs> oh my god. Also, That's they have to say it out loud. So people would know. They'd be like, oh, bro, you just shit yourself? And it's like, yeah, but you did like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Poopio disappeario. <laughs> Imagine Voldemort. Like, <laughs> bring me the boy. Oh, fuck. Sorry, hold on. Poopio disappeario. Bring me the boy. <laughs> like, I don't. And what about old people? And also, wouldn't, like, if toilets became pop or plumbing in general became popular in the 1900s, 
wouldn't that mean that a lot of older people would still be like whisk, whisking away their poop? That's because true. That's what they're used because they're like, gonna be like, I don't trust this thing that's literally. just gonna swirl away my poop. I'm just gonna do it the old-fashioned way. Like every, anything and anything that comes around that's new, old people are always against it. Like yeah. they just they like the old way. I like to shit on the floor, Dumbledore. Don't tell me where to poop. <laughs> like, don't you fucking tell me where to poop. Yeah, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, so in Harry Potter, wouldn't there have been, like, like, Dumbledore would have been, like, Harry, you're the, ch- oh. <laughs> you're the, we need to, we need to make a video <laughs> of this. Um, like, you know how people used to make bad, um, what is the word? Like, spoofs of stuff. We need to take in every stupid thing J.K. Rowling has said about it and make all of that and put it into Harry Potter and then show, like, if J.K. Rowling actually wrote this stuff. How what it, it would, would look yeah. like, what it was, what Harry Potter would look like if J.K. Rowling actually wrote it. Yeah, Someone let's do it. With money, help us make this because <laughs> we don't have the budget, um, nor probably the intelligence to write a script. Yeah. So to recap this beautiful, strange episode, <laughs> don't eat your pet hamsters. Probably don't lick your pets. Yeah, I think the consensus we'll come to for now is just steer away from licking them because it can get dangerous really fast. Also, it's probably not cleanly. All right, but enough on the the subject of eating and licking your pets. Yeah. Look into the Illuminati, question everything, and remember that Donald Trump was a D-list celebrity before he was president. So just take that into account when he tries to do anything serious <laughs> or you think you might support him. Just keep that in mind. Our email is on the D-list podcast at gmail.com. If you want to swing by, send us send us a mean message, send us a nice message. Preferably nice, but I mean, any message is a message. Oh, you're preferring nice? I'm preferring mean. Oh. Send us a mean message. Well, you know what? Send me a mean message. Send, write to Sarah and write something nice and then to Desiree in the same email and then just be like, ah, you. Just fucking rip me apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, email us. It is on the G list podcast at gmail.com. It's not really. We just thought that was funny. Wait, it's not? No, oh. at dmail.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the on the G-list at dmail.com. Okay. <laughs> Try emailing that. Your your email will be like, please enter a real email. You fucking idiot. Anyways, it's been fun rambling at you about D-list celebrities and conspiracy theories. Catch us on the next episode. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about and what you thought of this episode. As always, share with your friends, family, and enemies, and coworkers. And also dead grandmas. Yeah. Share this on all your social sites. Just be like, hey guys, this is a podcast I like. Or don't say any. Literally just post it with no context. And if anyone comments on it, just a que- like someone hears a little bit of it and then comments just a question mark because they don't understand what's happening, don't respond. Just, <laughs> just say, this it- is the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys, uh, we're going to do a giveaway of one of Kanye West's used tissues. To any lucky winner who shares our podcast, shares our podcast with the line, this is the future. You could be the lucky winner of a used Kanye West tissue. So share, like, subscribe, tweet, tweet, comment, Facebook, Facebook, uh, uh, um, walmart.com, um, smash that like button, bros. <laughs> Catch you on the next one. Bye!